Hello everyone, my name is Samira Lamine. I'm 17 years old, I'm a senior at Sacred Heart Griffin, and I'm going to talk to you guys today about being anti-racist. A little bit about me. I started a social justice club at my school to talk about issues that's happening in America and to guide people on how to educate people on those issues and start those deep conversations about racism and injustice with all people. The topic I will be talking about is the first topic that we brought up in my social justice club. I used this topic first to talk about racism in my club because I thought it was important with the information that I'm about to give you, how to go about that information and how to start those conversations with other people and taking that step towards becoming an anti-racist. The reason I want people to become anti-racist is I feel that society tells people the opposite of being racist is being not racist. And that's not the case because you need to take that step forward and become an ally for those people. Just because segregation is no longer a thing and just because we have the right to vote and schools are integrated does not mean that racism just goes away. Racism is something that is generational and is being passed down so it's up to our generation to start to have those deep conversations and stop accepting racist behavior so i just wanted to give you guys a quick introduction before i started my podcast Hello again. First, I want to start talking to you guys about basically what it means to be anti-racist and why we need to be anti-racist in the society that we have. We live in a society that favors whiteness to the max. I mean, we have a society that praises Christopher Columbus for what he did as much as Harriet Tubman, that ignores the history about things, that doesn't really dig deep into our own injustices so that people aren't able to educate themselves on these issues and then we're just feeding off of uneducation through generation of the trauma that people have faced in america racism has been normalized in classrooms with microaggressions with teachers saying certain things on social media and conversations and in systems with systemic racism Taking that step towards becoming anti-racist means calling out racist acts and educating yourself so that you can educate other people on those issues, which is very important because for me, even though I have had so much racial trauma growing up in predominantly white institutes and I still today am learning about how to teach people about racism and learning things. So just because you are someone who's experienced racism doesn't mean that you can't still learn about things. I think that it is important to become anti-racist because society tells us that just because we get along with people of color, we aren't racist. That's not the case. Being racist is not just saying the n-word it's not just 
hating on black people or saying you don't want to be around those people. Racism has turned into microaggressions, saying things about people's hair, having preferences when you date people, but tearing down the other race that you rejected. Racism is stereotyping kids at school, putting people of color in a box and telling them to act a certain way and judging them for not acting that way, but acting that way isn't going to get us any place. So why should we have to act away just to feed into your stereotype because you haven't been exposed to other black people? You've just been seeing black people on social media. Another thing with racism. Racism is not just being a KKK member. It's not just going out and saying, I hate black people. No one says that anymore unless you live in Alabama. But the thing about that is that Educating yourself on being anti-racist is the next step. Educating people on saying things, tiny little microaggressions that people get away with in life is not okay. Being anti-racist is mainly just about educating yourself on issues and using your privilege to help other people. Stop saying that I'm not into politics or politics not my thing. Like whenever I ask people, oh, what would you think about the murder of George Floyd? They always say, oh, I'm not into politics. I didn't ask you who you were voting for in the 2020 election. I asked you a question about humanity, about rights. It's your privilege to not have to care about who will win, to not have to depend on your president. Your life will not be affected. For some people, the next election means access to health care, immigration reform, and bringing diversity into the office. Being anti-racist is about starting conversations with family members who say racist things. Stop excusing racism just because of somebody's age. Just because Grandpa Earl is 70 and says racist things and has a Confederate flag and he doesn't think that that's a symbol of racism, does not mean that you can just say, oh, he's old, that's just how he is. No, you can still educate people on those issues because he could just be blind to it or other people could have saw him like that and excuse his behavior. Why is it so hard for people to become anti-racist? I think it's hard for people to become anti-racist because a part of being not racist or anti-racist, I should say, is not supporting racist people. People always get offended whenever I say, oh, you support a racist that makes you racist. But what racist is really worth supporting? Tell me. I want to know. Still haven't found an answer? Okay, then. Being anti-racist can sometimes be starting those hard conversations with family members about issues, creating that tension in the classroom whenever a teacher says something ignorant and calling her out for those actions. Sometimes being anti-racist means calling out a boyfriend because they said something that you didn't like. You just don't need to cut off those people, but just excusing their behavior is the same thing as doing it, and that's not okay. You need to educate them and have deep conversations And help them see and use your privilege to start conversations where people of color are not.
everything that I've gave you guys information and although I didn't dig really deep into it, I might start a series on these things because it was really nice being able to talk about these things in private in my room and not be judged. Um, I just wanted to talk about what you can do with this information. So with this information that I gave you guys, with taking those steps towards becoming anti-racist, it's going to be hard starting those conversations. But I guarantee with listening through this podcast, you've thought about somebody, somebody who's said some things, somebody that's been on the wrong side of history. I know you have because I've been thinking of people while talking about these things. So maybe you can start with that person that you thought of during this podcast. I did not have a choice whether or not to learn about racism. The first time I really learned about racism was whenever I was in the second grade and I was called a Negro every day of the week and asked if I picked cotton in class because we had just started learning about racism and slavery in the second grade. And I was confused about it and I didn't understand why they were calling me that name because I didn't, that was not my name. My name's Samira. And I went home and I asked my mom why they kept on calling me that name. And she explained it to me and it made me really sad because I didn't understand why they would keep on calling me those names, but it was because the education system did not teach them that that was a bad word. They just told them that was a name that they used to call them. So how are they supposed to know that's a bad word? But today people are more educated on things so they know not to use those words. So taking this step towards being anti-racist is something that is a choice for people that are not of color. It is a choice whether or not to take the right side of history. I did not have that choice. I don't have the privilege to decide whether or not I want to vote in an election or not talk about racism or just let it slide or pick a day when I'm gonna post something or be trendy about things. Learning about racism and being anti-racist is not just about posting a black square on Instagram. Congratulations, it's a black square. Do you know why you posted it? Do you know why other people aren't posting it? Have you signed any petitions or are you just following a trend? This is not a trend for me. This is my life. So I want to ask you guys this question before I go. When your kids come home from school and they learned about 2020 and the riots and everything that's happening, and they come home and ask you, what will you tell them? Will you be able to tell them that you helped out people, signed petitions, did all you can? Or are you going to tell them that you sat there and debated about it in a group chat, whether or not he should have been killed or not? And that's all I have to say.